Here's the thing. If you're going to survive in this economy that seems to be getting worse, you can't compete in the price race to the bottom. Instead, compete in the value race to the top. There are way fewer people there. And today I'm gonna talk about just that. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first? without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time. I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. I realized early on that price never wins. There's always a Walmart doing it for less. And guys, we compete with free as photographers. We do, because everyone has that digital camera. So the key is we don't go out there and attract clients with low price. That's why mini sessions drive me crazy because I see photographers out there trying to give more than their competitors for less. So they're increasing the value by throwing in more digital files, lowering the price, trying to compete at both ends, and it just doesn't work. The thing is also, we don't withhold price. It's not like as a boutique photographer, I'm telling you, be secretive, because I've heard people in the industry teaching that over all the years I've been in business, that, oh, wait till people come in and then just have one price list printed up and don't let them have it and just show them and they're going to fall in love with the images and buy everything. And I don't want that done to me as a consumer. And we have nothing to be afraid about or, or embarrassed about. If you go to Ruth's Chris Fancy Steakhouse, They don't hide the prices. They want you to know what everything costs because they know it is delicious and that it's worth every penny. I'm fine if people say I'm expensive as long as they say it's worth every penny. I'd rather them say that than, oh, I'm just going to her because she's so cheap and she doesn't even know it and she's working all the time and not making any money, but I'm the one benefiting and she's not. It's not a mutually beneficial situation. For me, I teach my students to talk about value first and price second in the first phone call. I call it the seven Bs and value is step four and price is step five. Super duper duper important to increase that value. So I'm just gonna rattle off a bunch of ways that you can create value in your business. Some are in that first conversation, some are other things that you're doing, some you're sharing, some people just see, okay? So you might wanna get a pen and paper and write these down because I know value is such a squishy word of like, what is value? Value just means it's what people think it's worth, right? If it's more valuable than the money in their pocket, they will buy it. That's the key. But if they see it as the same thing as what everyone else is doing, they're not gonna pay more for it. All right, here are 13 things you can do to increase value for your business, for your photography, so people will pay more for what you do and think you're worth more and be giddy about it, refer you, hug you, smooch all over you, and be a lifelong client. Number one, products versus digital files. There's way more value 
in a meal cooked at Ruth's Chris than the raw ingredients that you buy in a grocery store right? Way more value. So we're offering products and not high res digital files. And if you're trying to be somewhere in the middle, that's sort of like creating this beautiful steakhouse with a drive through window where you sell things in a little box, right? A little happy meal. It, it doesn't work that way. You have to pick one or the other products or digital files. You can't do both. Now keep in mind, I give my clients a small digital file of everything they purchase for them to put on social media. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about printable digital files. People don't want to cook their own meals. That's why they go out to dinner. That's why restaurants are in business. We're talking about artwork that people are going to have forever. My gosh, you can go to Ruth's Chris with a small group and your bill will come and it will be over $1,000 potentially, sometimes over $500. And what do you have to show for that? The memory of the evening. What we offer is beautiful artwork that people have for the rest of their lives. So we create value by offering something that they'll be looking at every single day for the rest of their life. Number two, learn how to tell your story. We call it your why story in a way that increases your value. For me, I get so passionate about it because I did not exist in photos when I was a child. <laughs> I have one framed inside my camera room. It's like three inches big and I have it in a giant frame and I tell everybody this story. And it's a photo of me when I'm probably a year and a half old and I'm out of focus and you can only see the tip of my head. You can't even see my face because nothing was printed for me. And that's why I'm so passionate about what I do. That story in itself makes me more valuable than the person who's out there marketing 50 digital files for $100. Number three, professional design and branding. Having come from a branding background, starting my career at Coca-Cola and then working at an advertising agency, I am kind of a branding snob. I know it. Um, I like fonts, all the pretty fonts and trendy fonts make me crazy. Like when papyrus became a thing and then everybody used it and now it's like dated and it's a little bit like a mullet. It might come back, it might not. But if you're using it when it's not in style, it's very, oh, I don't even know if triggering is the word, but it kind of positions you as dated, right? It screams to people, you're out of style, you're dated, you're not worth more. So professional design and branding elevates people's perception of you, especially when we're marketing a service. Yes, we sell products, but people don't see the end product when they're shopping, right? When they're looking for you, when they're talking to you, they're buying you, they're buying your talent and your, your whole process. They're not looking at the final product. And so they are judging you based on everything and your design and your branding is part of that. So up your game and even trade for it if you have to, but it has to be better. Number four, your actual process. I have a five-step framework that serves hard right? I hold my client's hand from the first phone call all the way till the very last pickup appointment. And I know the more time my clients spend, the more value they will see in the process. And I'm holding their hand all throughout the whole entire thing, which takes away the fear. The fear of them making a bad decision or ordering the wrong size, or it doesn't look good in their house. Like we take all of that fear away because we show it to them, right? What's that worth? It's worth more than someone giving them digital files and the, the thought that they can print it themselves and get it on their wall. But we know that 98% of people don't do that. They just don't. They put it in a drawer and it goes on their list. And each year that goes by, they feel guiltier and guiltier that they didn't ever do it. And then they lose the disc and then they're mad at themselves. 
And they just continue that cycle on and on because I think we've all done that. (laughs) So hold their hand to help them get what they want, which is beautiful artwork on their walls. And you get what you want paid and the satisfaction of knowing that you're helping people be celebrated. Number five, high-end product will increase your value. I know when I first started in my business, I worked with a local artist and we handmade these frames and she would hand paint them. Now I'm in the Midwest and that can create warping and it it was a lot higher maintenance. But in my displays around town, I had this high-end product and people would just say, oh my gosh, you're so talented. We've never seen anything like this. But they would come in and still invest in the same basic things, which is fine. Um, but it but positioned me as higher end and it created more value. We also offer a painting where we photograph, say, someone's dog and we do a painting of it for Over the Mantle, which I think is amazing. We do composites where we might put your five-year-old little boy on the moon or in an astronaut suit or being chased by a dinosaur. And I have so many students doing just amazing versions of these things. And even if you don't sell them often, you're going to have a high price on them, which raises the value for everything else. Number six, have an in-person ordering appointment. We call it BIPs, Boutique In-Person Sales. It's different than just in-person sales that's not boutique. People often get that confused. They say, oh, I'm doing IPS or in-person sales. I'm boutique. And it's like, okay, that's, that's not actually the same thing. Um, that in-person sales presentation, when you make it boutique, it is part of the boutique model, but you can't do an in-person sales presentation when you're selling digital files, right? That's like uh, having a McDonald's and having someone come over with a bow tie and offering to take your order at the table when it's like, no, I already ordered, you know, my fast food at the counter and I'm good. I don't need anything else. So it's a, a misalignment of your business model. So in that ordering appointment, the more you can serve your client, whether you have cookies or wine or a charcuterie board or soft music and a comfortable environment, you have one hour to help them. And in that ordering appointment, it creates value because you're taking away the fear and the risk and the doubt and all of the things that are holding them back. So the system itself is really serving and creating value. Number seven, marketing is completely different when you're boutique. And to create value with your marketing, you market using relationships and education, not price. Okay, a mini session offers, again, a bunch of digital files for a low price. When you're marketing using relationships and educating people, you're talking about what it looks like to work with a boutique photographer, artwork in homes, you're educating, you're showing them, you're showing them why fewer bigger pieces of art in their home is so beautiful versus a bunch of small knickknack paddywhack or digital files. So education, education, education makes you worth more. Number eight, create a presentation with your clients, images narrowed down with favorites to music right? We want to get people in the emotional place that creates value where we can control how the artwork is presented to them in a beautiful way that we can really celebrate their people and the people they love. And gosh, that's so different than texting them and saying your images are online and their kids just got home from school and the dog's barking. They look at them. They're like, okay, those are nice. And everything's happening and, and they're not even taking a moment to enjoy it. And then they forget about it. And then you're chasing them and they're saying, oh, I love them, but you know, the dishwasher broke and I can't do it now and I can't do it later and blah, blah, blah. And then the next thing you know, 
they're lost. They never order them. And that child doesn't get that beautiful image that you created. So creating that presentation with your clients' images narrowed down with favorites to music is huge to create more value. Number nine, you can offer framing and hanging services. I think it's important, especially the framing. You, you do all this work to make this beautiful art, just like a restaurateur makes a delicious meal. And then how it's presented at the end, right? The way it's put on the plate, the, the dessert has icing on it, right? The icing on the cake. They don't give you an unfrosted piece of cake and tell you to stop at the grocery store on the way home to buy some Duncan Hines frosting and frost it yourself. So why would we send our clients to Hobby Lobby to figure out with an 18-year-old how to frame this heirloom artwork that's gonna be a highlight of their life forever? We wouldn't. <laughs> we wouldn't. So offer framing and even hanging services if you want. That's going to increase your value. Number 10, elevate the experience at every single level. So this is what I did 25 years ago as I sat down and I said, okay, how can I serve my clients better in the first phone call? And then how many times will they come in at every touch point? How can I increase the value from the, the way I address them and their children to the things I say in the presentation to how I talk to them on text to how I package their artwork? Every single level has to be elevated because digital file photographers aren't going to do that. McDonald's doesn't do that. They stick it in a box looks the same every time. There's no attention to detail. There's no relationship with the people who work there. It's a completely different experience and it's worth what you pay for it. Number 11, when you raise money for charities, you build your brand and you benefit also from booking donors that come from that charity, right? So raising money for charity and using that strategy to build your business is fantastic because you're making money for the charity and you're getting exposure to their donor list and you're generating clients in revenue. It's different than just writing them a check or volunteering your time, which both are great things to do. But what I'm talking about is building a relationship with a charity where they talk about you to their donors, you raise money, you get new clients and everybody wins. You are more valuable. Businesses that give to charities are worth more than businesses that don't. It's just true. Number 12, partner with established businesses and respected businesses in your market that share your target audience, right? That elevates your worth. If you're partnering with a top local business in your market and you're doing a fundraiser for charity or you're doing a, a fun holiday walk or you're doing something to create an experience, you're worth more. You might even be featured in a magazine or in the press when you do these things, which leads me to number 13, getting featured in the media. Getting featured in the media happens for businesses that are worth more. The digital file photographers who are out there photographing all of these images and giving them away, they don't have time to generate publicity. They're not doing anything newsworthy. They're up all night editing files. I don't want that to be you. When you learn how to do things that are newsworthy and how to pitch them to the media and you wake up in the morning and you've pitched a full page article in the newspaper and it's there in print, you will feel so valuable and people will see you as being more valuable. All right. I guess they call that a baker's dozen. So there it was. 13 ways to add more value to your business. And there are so many more. Keep a list, keep a journal, write all these things down so you can constantly be adding value to your customers and to your self-worth. 
Look, once you learn how to do these things, they become second nature. It's like any skill that you want to learn. You practice, hopefully you get coaching and you get better. We all know that study after study has shown that you can go further faster with support. I invite you to join our brand new version of Boutique Breakthrough. It's version 2.0 and we are kicking it off literally this week. All the new things have been added that will prep you for the upcoming economic challenges and help you rise above all of the competition. Those digital file photographers out there who are battling it out in the price race to the bottom. Listen, message me on Instagram at sarah.petty. That's the fastest way to get to me so I can get you on the phone with someone on my team so you can see if this is a good fit for you. We are going into the super busy holiday season where people have holiday budgets. It is the best time to go all in on yourself and your business. No more telling yourself when, right? When I have the time, when I have the money, when I have the confidence, when I have... I don't even know when my kids go to kindergarten, when they go to middle school, when they go to college, when I retire. No more wins. Now is the time. Hey friend, I'm cheering for you. Let's do this. Okay friend, I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but I didn't know how to subscribe to a podcast. I know, I know. I'm new to this whole podcast world. But I figure, heck, if I didn't know, maybe you didn't know either. So here's the scoop. If you want to get notified on your phone each time I drop a new podcast, do this. First, if you're on an iPhone, open up the podcast app on your iPhone, type in Worth Every Penny Joy Class, and you'll see a tiny purple subscribe button. Just tap it and voila. Now you'll be the first to know when there's a new episode and it'll be delivered right to your phone. So you can hit play during the carpool, your drive to a session, or during your workout without having to search for it. And while you're there, if you wanna tap the five-star button to review it, it's how we get the word out to other photographers who may be struggling and need help too. From your computer, you can subscribe to this podcast through the iTunes store. And if you're on an Android phone, you can listen via the Google Play Music app. And as always, this Joycast is 100% free to you.